The next adventure of Disney Conversations is about to depart the station. I hope you're all excited for a new journey. All aboard! Hello, tourists, and welcome to tour number 120 of Disney Conversations. I'm your host, Magical Matthew. Joining me on this week's tour is tour guide Lori Harding. Hello, Lori. How are you? Hello, Matthew. I am well. How are you? Doing pretty good so far. Well, good. I've never been pretty, but, you know, that's the way it goes. <laughs> I've been hemming and hawing all week long about doing this show because I wasn't able to be at Destination D23 last week. However, I was able to pull enough video and read through enough of the stories that I kind of formed an opinion. And we had talked last tour about starting some rumors, and I'm thinking... Maybe we don't have to start any of our own because Disney threw a whole bunch of rumors at us last weekend, but we're going to build on that. What do you think? I think we can. Yeah. Not a lot of substance to some of that stuff, so we can take that where we want it. Exactly. We'll share the main parts of the Disney Parks Experiences and Products discussion. That is just getting to be way too long of a title. And then we'll fashion <laughs> some rumors the way we see fit if it comes up. And I hope this is as much fun for our listeners as it might be for us, because in my head, I could see a lot of different ways I could go with stuff. Now, whether it'll translate to a microphone, I don't know. But hey, that's what Disney Conversations is all about. We don't know where we're starting or where we're ending up. Now, we did a similar show like this before, and I wanted to revisit one specific rumor that Mindy started with us, if I recall correctly. And this is not something that was shared at Destination D23. It's just an observation I have. No one has said anything. No one has even whispered anything. But I'm going to throw this out to the wind and just see what happens. And if you're like us and you follow anything and everything having to do with Walt Disney World, you may remember that over the last few months, Mirrors Connect and Sunshine Flyer merge, or at least that's the word they're using, into a single service now known as Mirrors Connect operated by Sunshine. Now, I don't know for sure. I just have to think that something's going on behind the scenes here. Maybe they've heard rumors. Maybe somebody's been in touch. But is it possible? Is it possible that in some form we're getting Disney's Magical Express back at some point in the future? Again, I have no knowledge of this, but what if? I don't think it would be a bad idea because as a Disney travel agent, I want to be able to include as much as I can in one spot for those who are traveling through me. I'd like to have it back. Now, could it be that it would be in some way something you could pay for as part of your package? It's possible. Have you given this any thought, Lori? Being a person that used it every trip we went until the last trip I took, it's always been very nice to just walk off an airplane walk on a bus not have to grab your luggage if it's a certain time of day and just go it's a convenience it's probably a convenience i would pay for it would be interesting if it came back i feel like so much stuff was taken away and having one back would be nice <laughs> one more back i guess you could right. say <laughs> in a way um you know last trip I did use Lyft back and forth from the airport. Mm -hmm. Was it nice to not have to be sitting at my hotel waiting for a bus three hours before 
I needed to be on my airplane. Sure. You know, I waited till about the two hour mark because I'm still a little bit of an early any. Like, I, I don't like to mess with TSA. That convenience of somebody else taking your luggage to the airport to me is almost bigger than the trip in a way. It's one less thing I got to worry about. <laughs> yeah. But it could be something they're bringing back that would make the other, you know, the reason that Mirrors and Sunshine are, what are we going to call it, merge? Was that our word? Yes. Um, or their word? That's a word they used. Oh, it would make more sense, uh, you know, as a background explanation why they merged at this point. Because, I mean, they're the deal. Like, they're the only big package in and right. out now besides, you know, renting a private car or doing you know, renting a car for the week or getting a car service or using Lyft or Uber. Yeah, I, like I said, I have no knowledge of any of this. I'm just shooting from the hip. But there's just something about the timing of that makes me want to go, what are they doing back there? Because personally, I liked Sunshine Flyer when I used it. Uh, it I used, I've used Mirrors. Of course, they ran the original Magical Express. It's a great service, like you said. I did like initially when we checked our bags at the airport that we didn't see them again until they got to our room. That was the first thing that got cut. You know, they still had Magical Express, but you had to go get your bags and bring them to the bus now. Right. We had to do that with Sunshine Flyer, too. And with the Orlando Airport, the biggest problem is if you're in the main terminal and let's say you fly in on Southwest, your baggage claim is on the A side of the terminal. Magical oh, Express and all the other ground transportation is on the B side. I've never had that happen. <laughs> yeah, we did. You have to go back up to the main level, ticketing level, to cross, cross over and then go, go down. back down. <laughs> so you take an elevator just... down one level and then you get on the elevator and take you down to the ground level so you can make it to the left or right depending on which service you were using. <laughs> I can understand why some people would complain that it was confusing to figure out where to go. Orlando Airport is not small. No, and I can also see now with Terminal C being open at Orlando, I, I as I understand it, having not flown in there yet, I'll let you know in January. You have to then go from Terminal C back over to the AB terminal and then go wherever. So actually, even... that has changed. Oh, has it? Mirrors is now picking up directly from Terminal C See? to take oh, you to okay. your resort. Okay. That just started over the last few weeks. Okay, because that I was think a that's a good thing us. because from what I can tell, Terminal C is a pretty fur piece from the main terminal. Yes, it is. Our plan at the moment is to use, because we fly JetBlue. JetBlue is the only domestic yeah. airline that's flying into sea at the moment. Our plan at this point is to use Lyft or Uber, whichever one is cheaper at the moment when we land. But things could change. I have time to make a decision. <laughs> yeah, definitely. All right, so we're going to leave that one because that was not done at Destination D23. That was just from me. Mindy, if you're listening, I know how what you're thinking. <laughs> they revealed that Ahsoka is going to become part of Star Tours of both Disney World and Disneyland. Now, I've been watching the series. I think it is probably one of the best Star Wars series that's been done on Disney+. Plus. The problem is the location of Star Tours. What I think I would have liked them to, to say at least where Walt Disney World is concerned, is that they've decided to build a new Star Tours connected to Galaxy's Edge. Because if you've watched the ride times, or the wait times, I should say, for Star Tours, 
it's pretty much walk on all the time, even in the busiest seasons of the year, because I think most people forget it's there. I could see that. Absolutely. Because I forgot that it wasn't over in, I don't ride it personally. Motion sickness thing, not my, not my game. (laughs) So to me, my brain just put it in Galaxy's Edge anyway. And I didn't even think about the fact that it's not there. So not only is it not there, but it's not even adjacent to it in any way. Because between Star Tours and the main entrance is the Muppets. Yeah. Now that I'm like, here's here's the rumor I'm going to start, folks. (laughs) I might get in trouble for this one. I don't care. I think if we're going to start a rumor, the rumor should be they're going to swap Star Tours and Muppets locations. And Star Tours will now be the way to enter Galaxy's Edge. How's that for a rumor? That's a big one. Messing with the Muppets. (laughs) Some people are not going to like that. (laughs) I'm not saying get rid of them. I'm just saying swap the buildings. That could be quite an undertaking. But okay. I mean... They've wasted money on worse things, so... At least get Star Tours where it makes sense, you know? Okay, close, yeah. yeah. Use it as the entrance to Galaxy's Edge. Make everybody have to go through it. You can use the chicken door if that's your choice. But make everybody go through it and use it as an introduction to Galaxy's Edge. I think that would have been a cool way to do that. Yeah, okay. I could see it now, yeah. But (laughs) this girl would be on the chicken exit every time, so... Yeah, well... That's the way it is. Yep. All right. My next item is they talked briefly about Tiana's Bayou Adventure, but they shared nothing. They just said it's coming next year in both Disneyland and Walt Disney World. Didn't they show some of the animatronics being built? They did. They didn't tell us what they were or where they were going to be used. They did show a little bit of the... A little bit of it. The stripped down models, I would call them, because they didn't have any skins on them. So you don't really know who or what they were. Right. Gotcha. But they also didn't talk any more about what they're going to do with the area around Tiana's Bayou Adventure, at least at Disney World. At Disney World, yeah. Because something's going to have to be done theme-wise to pull everything together, or it's going to stick out like a sore thumb. Yeah, because you've got nothing on the one side, pretty much. Just that entrance, that walkway that goes backstage. walkway back to Adventureland. It goes over there. Yeah, and then it goes to the right to backstage. Right. And she kind of doesn't fit in Adventureland. Then you've got Big Thunder right there, which I still consider that kind of part of it. Well, it is part of Adventureland. So, yeah, the placement of her is a little odd. Like, I, I mean, I right. know there was nowhere else to do it, but... I have heard a rumor that they they may put a, a quick service restaurant in the that big open part of Pecos Bills, that that okay. may become a separate quick service or I think it's going to be called Tiana's Kitchen or something like that. Okay. But again, nothing really officially has been shared about that. So I'm curious. And I honestly, I don't know what rumors to start about that because we did talk about this some time back. And I threw out the idea that they could somehow incorporate Tom Sawyer's Island into Tiana's story. Okay. Maybe make it part of the bayou or something. And... They could even put an actual restaurant out there if they wanted to. Oh, on the island? Yeah. If I remember correctly, at Disneyland, it's fairly close to New Orleans Square, so it doesn't seem like that's going to take a whole lot of redoing to make that fit in theme-wise. Theme-wise, yeah. I'm trying to remember. It's been so long since I've been to Disneyland. Like, I feel like it's close to New Orleans Square. 
it's not far off i don't think that it's as big of a jump as it is in magic kingdom in florida right i mean that's another one of their little things they dropped is this pirate themed restaurant like is that going to take that side of pecos bills over there and it's like what's all that going to be so I think what they may do is they may retheme Tortuga Tavern. Okay. They may add to it a little bit and give it a little more of an enclosed look because if I recall correctly, it's pretty much open air right now. Pretty much. I think so, yeah. And possibly have some kind of an outdoor seating area for people who might want to be out in the heat. Okay. Well, there is that, trying to think of like the base of what was Splash. There's that little gift shop that was never open, at least any time I've ever been there. Mm-hmm. as you come up towards the entrance on the one side yes so i guess they could put some sort of something there but how much of a line do you want cutting across your line yeah when it spills out of the queue and that little playground area that was underneath like what's mm-hmm. that's under the train station or like what's that gonna end up looking like could they possibly cover more of that out outdoor queue and make it kind of the story leading up to the story i'm sure they're gonna have to lead i mean they're gonna have to theme it somehow that it fits more than just walking in the you know bumpy right (laughs) not easy not even spots you know princess and the frog has been out long enough there's some kids out there that may not have a clue what that movie is and they may need a little bit of backstory before they get get on the ride yeah because the ride picks up where the movie ends is what they're saying I'm thinking that there has to be some kind of a setup story to before get you, you to get that there. point. Right. Yeah, you're right. Yeah, certain elements are still in development. So we'll see how that all goes. I think I'm going to enjoy Tiana's Bayou Adventure. I'm not against the retheming, and I'm not going to get into the political slash non-political issues of that. I really could care less. I know that Walt intended for the parks to evolve over time. Let's face it, a lot of the animatronics in Splash were getting old. Some of them weren't working. (laughs) You know, the boats, some of the boats were taking on water from underneath. That's probably not supposed to happen. (laughs) So I'm hoping that they're really giving this a good going over. And by the time we get to Tiana's Bayou Adventure, we're all going to be happy with the product that comes up. With the storyline, with the animatronics, everything. I really want this to be an attraction we can all be proud of yeah i'm not against it either i think the ride itself you know isn't going to change the track is there nothing is going to you know that part's not going to change right so it's just the whole lead up of where you are before you drop down that big old mountain at the end (laughs) uh the next thing i want to talk about is country bears i don't know how i feel about this one Country Bears is getting a facelift, at least musically. They're going to reinterpret some of the classic Disney songs, and I don't know what they mean when they use the term classic, because my idea of classic and theirs might be two different classics. But they're going to use different genres of country music. How many different genres are there in country music? I guess more than we think. Yeah, I can think of two. Real country and not real country, but uh, that's me. What they didn't say is if they're going to keep some of the songs from the original in there. I mean, I don't want to see Blood on the Saddle go away. I'm sorry. I, I, it's it's a it's an interesting song. <laughs> I'm curious to see how that goes. They didn't say whether or not they were going to make any changes to the animatronics. I think they're going to clean them up, maybe refinish them somewhat, but they haven't said that they're going to actually make any real changes. I think they're changing a couple of names. 
or something. And of course, it's still in development, so they really haven't even given us a target date as to when this could be. And I think that's all there is at Magic Kingdom. Well, they've vaguely alluded to the stuff they alluded to last time about beyond right. Big Thunder Mountain. The blue sky like, stuff. Yeah, but they didn't really say that was really all they said, that that's still out there. But yeah. who knows what the heck that really means. Yeah, exactly. I mean, could we get a little more vague, please? <laughs> that leaves them open to not being pigeonholed to anything when you're vague. Yeah. <laughs> you could do whatever you want and then say, well, we announced it. Don't you remember? <laughs> uh, we're going we're gonna to talk about that more here in a little bit, too. Yeah, they did refer to it, but... They talked about the pirate, the parrot, sorry, coming back outside of um, pirates. Yeah. And the uh, pirate tavern, but that was very vague, too. I'm trying to think if that was the only stuff I remember. I think that was it for yep. Magic Kingdom. I think you're right. So over at Epcot, they're looking to do a reimagining of Test Track again. Okay. And in this version, they're going to pay homage to World of Motion. I'm not against this idea. World of Motion was the original experience at that location. I wrote it two days after it opened. I loved World of Motion. It was a great attraction. I don't hate Test Track in its current form. I actually like it a little better than the original one. I might be in the minority on that one. I hear a lot of people say they, they wish they still had the original. but And again, this is a concept that's just that. It's a concept. They don't really have any artist renderings. They haven't said anything about how this is all going to work together. But I'd like to know, how is it going to work together? Are they going to introduce animatronics into Test Track? Something we haven't seen before. I was going to say, I feel like it goes by so fast in there. And it's so dark right. in a lot of it that would you even notice an animatronic unless they lit it up like, you know, a Christmas tree kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, it'd have to be pretty prominent, I would think. And see, the original World of Motion didn't have individual cars. It was an omni-mover ride. So there were no brakes in vehicles. They all ran together, you know, one right behind the other. Yeah. I love the way the audio was timed because it would only play in your car in specific scenes, and then you'd hear it echo behind you. Kind of like it does on Spaceship Earth. Yes, pretty much. Yeah. But it took you through the evolution of building cars. It started with okay. the inventing of the wheel. And where we went from there, Okay. if I remember correctly, there was even a brief moment where you were taking off on a runway, sort of like if you had wings. I enjoyed that. I don't know how they're going to marry the two, and maybe they don't either, and that's why they don't have a more definitive timeline for us yet. You know, is this two years, five years, ten years in the future? I might be dead by the time they get it done. I feel like after the whole... I don't want to say Tron debacle because it's not a debacle, but of like how long that took mm -hmm. after what they originally, you know, said. From the announcement through like. concept to reality. Yeah, I think they're almost afraid to put time, hard timelines on stuff anymore because then people start to get a certain way about it taking as long as it takes kind of thing. Right. That's the only thing I can think of is the vagueness from. Now, what we didn't hear about Epcot. And maybe this is going on behind the, the scenes. So here's my new rumor. Mary Poppins is being revisited for the UK. You know, they're talking about things are better with the company and everything. Can we get back to the stuff they talked about five years ago? I think a Mary Poppins attraction at the UK would be fabulous. They want it. They, they've been talking about putting more IP 
into Epcot to draw more families. I can't think of a better one than Mary Poppins that would pull that together. I am a Mary Poppins lover, so it would make me extremely happy to see it either way. The only thing I can think of with their Mary Poppins hiccup could be something along the same lines of why Mary Poppins doesn't have a photo pass photographer with her ever. Mm -hmm. Is that part of that IP is still owned by Julie Andrews? Right. So is that some of the holdup that why they couldn't do it in the first place? Or is that being worked out and that's why it's just taking so long? Like what's... Yeah, that's a good question. You know, I wish we had the answer to that one. The other rumor or the other thing they didn't talk about at Epcot is something we've talked about for a couple of decades (laughs) is the need for new lands in the world showcase i personally would love to see australia get added and i think something out of south america possibly brazil would be a nice addition to world showcase yeah there's not a lot of i'm trying to think where is there space over between is there any space well that's the thing i'm having a hard Here's time the thing. With, with, no it's okay because with all the festivals and all the food courts all the open space has been covered up yeah. it's back there we just can't see it so are they going to lose their food and wine or food festival cart space to put a land in i would think once they put the land in there'd be more space to fill up that's just my thought i guess depending upon how i mean i guess the space is there behind because when you think about it when you enter most of those lands you go in and behind anyway when you hit the different countries so it's really the footprint out in the main world showcase walkway is not that large for the most part everything is all in and back and behind stage really in the end so okay i could see it there's got to be some room there somewhere i think so (laughs) And that's pretty much it for Epcot at this point. I can't think of anything else I'd want to start a rumor of. No, they and they handled all the rumors of when everything else is opening and when we're getting a new nighttime right. show and all that's coming over the next few months. So yeah, I'm kind of bummed because they're starting the new Epcot fireworks show on my birthday, and I can't be there. I can help you out in January, but I can't help you out <laughs> in December. Sorry. <laughs> Maybe they'll have a big birthday cake for Walt. Maybe. Maybe there will be a whole live stream of it as well, like they've done yeah. in the past with other stuff. Oh, I'm sure I'm up. sure somebody will be streaming it. Somebody will be streaming it, whether it be Disney or not, who knows. But. Yeah. We're going to wander over to Animal Kingdom, our last park of the day, because they didn't talk about Hollywood Studios a whole lot except for Star Tours. So Yeah. At Animal Kingdom, tough to be a bug is out. Zootopia, we think, is in. So Zootopia is not getting a land. It's getting the roots under the tree. <laughs> not sure how I feel about that. Please fill in. They're shoving them underground. Well, being that the most fun thing I find about it's tough to be a bug is watching the sheer horror of my children's faces when they're realizing the bug crawling underneath, you know, all the little stuff right. to it. And then you can only do that to them once, though. And then... <laughs> the thrill is gone. My children won't even go in there now. As adults, they won't do it. I can't think of the last time we did to suck to be a bug. So a change is great, but does Zootopia belong under the tree? Like it's tough to be a bug fits down there. Like you know the right. space, the where the you are. Does. Like it makes more sense. Zootopia under the tree. I I don't know. We'll have to see what that what what that ends up looking like. I don't know. I'm skeptical. Yeah, I don't know if it's okay. going to be a, a theatrical presentation or. 
I think there is going to be an animatronic. I forget which one they said it was. The leopard, whatever the leopard's name was. Oh, I can't remember. It's been a while since I watched Zootopia. Yeah, me too. I mean, we were all hoping for a land, which brings us to Dino Land USA because that's where we were hoping it would go. But guess what? No. It does appear that Dino Land USA is going to go away. When? We don't know. They didn't tell us. It <laughs> appears us? that, yeah, well, you know, it <laughs> appears that they're planning to replace it with tropical Americas, but they haven't settled on what the theme is going to be. It's either going to be Encanto or Indiana Jones. I have a feeling it could end up being a blend of both because Indiana Jones ride in Disneyland, the track, the ride vehicle, all of it is identical to Dinosaur. Yep. So it sounds like they may just go with that because it's something they've done before. Maybe in their mind, it's an easy change. I don't know, but maybe. Encanto, I don't really, I'm not sure how that fits at Animal Kingdom, but I guess they'll find a way. They'll figure it out. Yeah. We all said that about Pandora and look where we are. So that's true. Once I understood what Pandora the movie was about, I kind of bought into the land being at Animal Kingdom because it was, you know, it's conservation. It's saving species. And that's kind of what they stand for at Animal Kingdom. How many animals do they have that have been on an endangered list? And slowly but surely, we're getting some of them back. Right. Okay, Encanto. This is one, like a South American land in Epcot. Encanto would fit a little better. Story-wise, they could build the Madrigal House. It wouldn't be a problem. But again, there's no timeline. They didn't really show a lot of concept art with this particular no. announcement. Pardon me as I shrug my shoulders. Not that anybody could see it, but I'm shrugging my shoulders. Because once again, we really don't know what they're thinking. And it could be 10, 15, 20 years before they get around to doing anything about it. Time will tell. I feel like space-wise... If you're going to build the whole magical house, you need a lot more space than maybe they have frontage for it in Epcot. Because the house is big and you want to get that big impression of the whole front of it. That would make more sense in a big open space like they have in Dinoland right now. Yeah. Just my own mental thought. I'm pretty sure they'd have to get rid of just about all the other attractions in Dinoland because their Dumbo-like ride over there, it's kind of boring. we got to have one kitty ride. <laughs> Yeah, I'm sure they'll come I up mean, with something. I mean, think about it. Yeah, but there's nothing, I mean, attraction-wise, the only other things over there are those carnival games now. Yeah. That's it. How many boneyard to, for the kids that run around, you know, the whole, forgot that's over there, too. Yeah, they got that little playground area, and, and they could retheme that easily into something else. Yeah. They could have them digging for whatever. It wouldn't have to be bones. That's everything that I recall from Destination D23. So let me ask you this, and I know this is off the cuff. We didn't rehearse any of this. We never do. (laughs) Because we never do. If there was one rumor you'd like to start that might possibly come true, what would it be? That you haven't talked about already, because Mary Poppins is my life. But um... (laughs) I know who I'd choose to play Mary Poppins if I had the the ability to. Our own dear Miss Mindy. She's a Mary Poppins freak. She she has... She has the outfits and everything, including the umbrella. Oh, nice. Well, heck, if we're going to go big or go home, but let's talk about a fifth gate. Like, let's do a whole other park. Why keep squeezing sure. stuff in the space we, we, we already have open? Why not yep. make another park so we've got another place to spread some people out? 
so we're not all on top of each other when we're in a park. And I think that's what's got everybody so upset about what was announced last week because Universal also announced an opening date for Epic Universe. Okay. It's going to open, I think, in 2025, and everybody's looking at Disney like you didn't match that. What are you doing? Yeah. So, okay, if we did a fifth gate. Where would I put it? What would I do with it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't we know. Hear, like, we I, hear people talk all the time about something for the villains, but I don't really see an entire park for that. No, and I think that that may be where they're really going in that behind Big Thunder thing. I think that could be villains without an issue. Right. Or do they make it, oh, we can't have that on this side. Of it. Never mind. I got to take that thought back immediately. Because we can't do an Avengers campus on this side because we can't do Avengers campus on this side. Because that would be, that that would be the, you know, if you could. I think if Disney could ever get the rest of that IP under their umbrella, mm -hmm. I definitely think they would develop a park based on Marvel. It would be a win. I mean, it yeah. would just make the most sense. Yep. But that's, that's, that's a real big pipe dream there. So we could start that. There we go. I don't know. What would you do? You're putting me on the spot. We'll put it back on you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, I may sound a little old fashioned, but sometimes what's old becomes new again. I'd like to see a fifth gate at least partially be the classic rides that have gone away. Oh, like all the old dark rides. Mr. Toads, oh, 20,000 Leagues. Oh, 20,000 Leagues gave me nightmares as a child. So that doesn't uh, that, mean that other people wouldn't enjoy it. <laughs> At the thought of going in that submarine, nope. Yeah, not a big fan. But yeah, all those all those dark rides that they have in Disneyland, it'd be nice to have some of them a little closer. Yeah, You're right. I'm not against you know if they don't put villains behind Thunder, Big Thunder, then I wouldn't be opposed to them doing maybe a land for villains and give them each some kind of attraction whether it be dark ride, thrill ride, whatever. Right. I'd be okay with that idea. I mean, okay. let's face it, with, without the Disney villains, there are no Disney heroes. Right. There we go. New theme park. Heroes and villains. Oh, okay. All right. That could work. Disney, are you, you listening? You could split <laughs> you could split it right down the middle. Heroes on one side, villains on the other. They meet in the middle for a civil war. That could be your nighttime spectacular. Exactly. Okay. <laughs> I think we're on to something. Uh, and that was literally right off the top of my head. I just thought of it. <laughs> you clearly had a fever dream about that at some point. <laughs> it, it, maybe. Well, I had a dream that I met Walt Disney one time, and I still remember vividly the details of that dream. And I was in my 20s then. I'm in my 60s now. So. Wow. Stick That's that impressive. in your pipe and smoke it. Yeah. I just have one more thought. Okay. We need to do something with the Galactic Star Cruiser since it's closing down in November. Okay. I don't think it would make sense to convert that into a deluxe resort. They'd have to add too much to it to make it work. The rooms are too small. I think somehow they need to work that into Galaxy's Edge since there is an entrance to it. I was going to say, there's a connection. Hmm, what could it be? I mean, they could even put a signature restaurant in there of some sort. I mean, they have a restaurant there already. They have a bar yeah. there already. Right. How hard would it be to make the transition? Probably not as hard as we think. But then what do they do with... Well, I mean, how many rooms are in there now? Do we know? I think it's a, I think it's 100. 
they can't really sell it as a resort because it's only got 100 rooms. Yeah. There's no resort on Disney property that's got 100 rooms. Everything's in the thousands. Thousands. Could they make it some sort of boutique hotel? I mean, I guess that's what that is. Without the experience, would people pay to stay there just as a regular hotel and maybe have exclusive access to Galaxy's Edge? They would have to give you access to at least Galaxy's Edge to make that work. So it has a built-in after-hours kind of thing. Yeah, could do that because then they could actually shut off access to the rest of Hollywood Studios. Which is easy to do the way it's situated. Yep. And then just take, it's almost like just taking the whole storyline participation part of it out of it and just kind of leave the hotel as is to some respect. You know what I mean? They have a restaurant. They have the ability, you know, there's other things they could take those other places where they had all part of the experience and turn them into something else to and still keep it Star Wars so they're not throwing all of that out. Right. Because that's like so much money down the drain. It's it's amazing, you know. I, and the only thing I can think is the biggest reason it is waning in popularity is because of the expense. That's a lot of money for If what, it was $2,000 less for the same type of package, I think it would have been more successful. If you go for more for volume over price, it may take you longer to pay for that particular property. But it would continue. Whereas you got exactly. the people who were, your, who were your niche group that were going to pay for it. They've already been and done. And if the experience doesn't change all that much every time, the revisiting right. isn't there. I mean, yeah, the experience is slightly different each time depending upon the people that are in there with you. But... You know, if they're flying at half capacity now, how good of an experience is it even? And from what I understand, the last few cruises have completely sold out. So they're going out on a high note. Okay. But it's not enough to save it. No. No. Too or little, it too late. like it did. Yeah. Well, I can't really think of anything else right now. How about you? No, it's still kind of early for my brain. But, <laughs> I mean, you know, we could wish all we want, but. Which is at the mercy of Disney. Right. (laughs) I did just see an article this morning. I haven't read it, but there's a rumor that they may bring back in Disneyland the People Mover and the Skyway. I don't know if that's true. And the picture they showed for the Skyway was not the Skyway, but the Skyliner. I don't know how they'd make a Skyliner work at Disneyland. It's too small. Well, it would have to be on a smaller version, on a smaller scale. Yeah. Because everything's so close there. There's no need. Exactly. What I'd like to see him do is I'd like him to take our current Skyliner system and make it grow. Okay. I mean, I love the Skyliner, so. I love the Skyliner, too. There needs to be a station at Disney Springs. Okay. All right. That makes sense. There needs to my be a way to get to Disney Springs, a... like from, from the Epcot area resorts or from the current ones that they're using. Okay. Just tie it in at Caribbean Beach. We've got three lines already there. Just put a fourth one in. And let that fourth one take everybody over to the Springs. That would make sense, though. My brain is like, I, I mean, you and I have talked about it before. If I'm going to pick a mode of transportation to a park now, yeah, I, I, I want Skyline. I don't want to get on a bus. It's it's no so much easier. Driver, but like, <laughs> no, <laughs> it, but it's bus. so much easier. If you're on an ECV, you don't like the idea of taking the extra time to load and unload on a bus. Skyliner is a piece of cake. You roll in, you set the brake. You're right along. That and like all of your parents with kids in strollers. Yeah. You don't have to fold up a stroller. You don't have to fold up a stroller. If it fits, it goes. If it fits, yeah. 
that like at the end of the night watching all those poor parents waking all those little kids up to get them on a bus is the yeah. thing of my nightmares but you can roll them on it you know into the skyliner and just go it's incredible like if i just had little ones that would be like you're riding a single stroller there will be no doubles because they don't fit <laughs> right and that would be the way to do it i think maybe they ought to even look at a way to get a skyliner into magic kingdom what's close enough Besides the three right there, you wouldn't need it for. Right. I guess. I think Port Orleans needs it. Well, okay. Port Orleans has a unique feature in that you can take the boat from Port Orleans to Disney Spring. Okay. Now, yes, that can be a 20-minute ride. It's a very relaxing 20-minute ride. I like that ride. Yeah. I like that ride. But when it comes to going to the parks, it's all, all buses. And especially if you're at Riverside where it's so daggum big. Wouldn't it be nice if they had just one point where they could get on a Skyliner and go where they want to go? I'm just trying to think map-wise where that sits in comparison to everything else. It's closer to Disney Springs than it is any of the parks. Yeah. Hmm. I mean, they'd, they'd have to fly over, I think, is it World Drive? You'd have to fly over World Drive to go over to Epcot and Studios, I think. Yeah. But sure. they're already they're already flying alongside World Drive for a good bit of that. Doesn't seem yeah. like it'd be too hard to tie it in somehow. Call them up, let them know. Sure. Get right on that. I'll call 1-800-DISNEY and they'll hang up on me just like everybody else. <laughs> yeah, so I'll hold listening to Disney music for days. <laughs> you know, I had to call them about a reservation a couple weeks ago. I didn't mind that I had Disney music for hold music, except for it was the same song over oh. and over and over again. That's horrible. Yes. Well, at least it wasn't. It's a small world, but still. Oh, well, that's just like ride the ride. But (laughs) that used to be the best part of having to sit on hold at Disney. It was like you never knew what was coming up next. You know, like you're in the parks or all of a sudden you're listening to just something from a movie or. I think it was Let's Get Down to Business from Milan. Over and over. Yeah, I heard it at least four times. Wow. I'm sorry if that was my reservation you were calling about. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> i apologize <laughs> yikes they just changed the music up <laughs> yeah they yeah it needs to be something a little more it's got a little more flow to it for sure <laughs> they all they did have an option if you didn't want to hear the music you could press eight or something like that and the music stops i'm like no it's the only thing keeping me awake yeah but why was it just the same song or maybe it was stuck maybe it's like a skip in the record <laughs> right Right. Well, Lori, this has been fun. Uh, I hope our tourists enjoyed as much as we did. I think we had a good time. Yeah, it was an interesting conversation. Different. How about you, tourists? You got any rumors you want to start or anything you want to elaborate on? Hop over to the Disney Conversations Facebook page. Let us know what you're thinking. We'd love to hear from you. Lori, thanks again. I really appreciate you being here. Not a problem, Matthew. Like I always tell you, anytime. We hope you enjoyed this adventure of Disney Conversations. We'd love to hear from you, so jump over to the Disney Conversations Facebook page or email us directly at DisneyConversations at Outlook.com and let us know what you think. Until next time, tourists. PTFN, ta-ta for now. (laughs) 